But if you don't like Nintendo, fuck you. That's, that's what. My mum used to stay up in the middle of the night playing Sonic. I just put my head between my knees and tried to Sonic roll down the stairs. <laughs> I'd much rather go into the cinema where there's nobody else. Because I shush people. Do you? Oh, if you dare fucking talk. What is Squid Game? <gasps> Alright, love. What'll it be? Um. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I couldn't think of how to start it. <sighs> I am a professional podcaster, and with me is another professional podcaster. <laughs> For some reason, you always go Scottish in your intro, so I thought I'd do a pretty dodgy Scottish accent if mm. you ask me. Oi, welcome back to two actors walking to Tutbar. Oh, I've gone a bit north. Tutbar? Tutbar? God. Hey, Hey up, lads and lasses. Welcome to two actors walking to to bar. Dreadful. Dreadful. But I think it worries me a little bit that under pressure, because obviously, as you all know, listeners, we do not prepare or, I don't know, like think about what we're going to say before we say it, as you've probably gathered. Um, (laughs) But under pressure, I always go Scottish. That's quite worrying because for whatever reason, should I ever see a brutal crime, a murder, anything... (laughs) untoward that I wasn't expecting on my drive home or something and I am taken to the stand and told to swear on thy holy bible that I don't really believe in fine if you do (laughs) each their own um and then they asked me to start telling my the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth yeah oh hey I did yeah the sequence of events or whatever the fuck it's called and and I'm like under pressure and I'm like well he pulled out a big knife and started wielding it under her nose they're gonna be like you fucking piss taken bitch get out of this courtroom now um I've got a story for you people excellent because we haven't prepared anything but you've come with stories aplenty stories aplenty this is our famous section of the show Scarlet's story time what bodily fluids will be mentioned? Let's find out. Ooh. What bits will I inevitably have to cut? Probably <laughs> half of it. <laughs> have you ever done martial arts? Have I ever done martial arts? Mm. No. Well, a little... I don't know what you call this. A little... A little... Ditty? Yes. Tale? Well, yeah. Story? Mm. Topic for a podcast? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Liam, Liam is like a black belt Dan something or other. Bet you didn't know that. Black Belt Dan? Yeah, isn't it like third Dan, second Dan? After you get to Black Belt, they turn into Dans, I think. What's Dan got to do with it? Stop being a penis. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but you know, I thought like, Black Belt was the highest. No, you can go on from Black Belt. Be like first Dan, second Dan, third Dan. Okay? So what In, in what? Karate? karate Jiu-Jitsu? Karate. Ooh. Mm. So can watch he, yourself. No, I'm joking. Can he smash a brick in half with his hand? He can do it with his eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fifth down level. So we went to Southampton a couple of weekends back. Weekends? Or maybe it was in the week. Can't remember. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Um, and we we're walking along and we walked through the Guildhall. And this there's, there's lots of people sort of like skating on skateboards and stuff around there. And then we're just walking along. And suddenly this guy stood on like a longboard thing and he must have trod on the on the end of it with a bit too much weight, lost his balance and it came like shooting out from under his feet, careering straight towards Liam and I. He was like, oh, he like, put his hand out as if to say like, watch out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then 
was so funny because <laughs> I was like, ah, and sort of did like a little run. And I thought, knowing what Liam's like, he's quite, quite clumsy, bless him. Lovely, massive brained, but like hand-eye coordination. I didn't think was there because I've watched him do questionable things when like cooking or ironing or doing that sort of stuff. So anyway, um, so this skateboard's coming, careering towards him. He's wearing a new pair of trainers and I'm thinking, oh God, it's going to scuff his new trainers. And there I saw it. It was like when in Karate Kid, he catches the fly and he just literally danced over this fucking skateboard i was in awe <laughs> i couldn't believe my eyes he was just sort of like so envisage his legs just walking along skateboard and he was just like whoop and it just went through i was like wow you've never been sexier <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was literally like how the fuck did you just do that and he was so like what do you mean? He was like, and that guy was probably really pissed off because neither of us stood on it to stop it from shooting off. We just ran away from it and it must have gone off into the road or all sorts. But I mean, it was hilarious though. Just watched, I just was just so like, wow, how did you do that? I'm imagining Liam like as a longboard comes hurtling towards him, jumping up and just like throws midair like Trinity style yeah. from the Matrix. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes, though. Like, if I hadn't have run, I'd have definitely trodden on it, slipped up again, fucking shot it off in another direction. But he was so cool, calm and collected about it. I was envious of his ability, his centre of balance, his his everything. And I assume I would put it down to the fast reflexes of his karate. That's why I wanted to know whether you'd done karate. I have not done karate, karate or karazi. If that's a thing. Crazy. Have you ever done any sports? Um, no. I think I remember when like, I was in primary school, there was like a Saturday football club in the park that I think my parents tried to get me involved in. But I remember it didn't last long because I didn't really like it. I used to play a bit of badminton with friends. That's about it. Uh, I, I, I did have golf lessons once upon a time. And then I played my first ever game of golf and it lasted about six hours. Uh, that's so long. And you've never sounded more middle class. <laughs> I wasn't too bad at it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really a sporty type person, really. I don't really... I'm not too keen on doing sports. I think I'm not that fussed about watching sports. Couldn't give a fuck about all the, like, football teams and mm, shit like that. Apparently the Olympics was this year. Didn't even notice. I was like, oh, when's that happening? Oh, it's happened. Okay, cool. Whatever. How funny. I was, but I'm not now. Really. And that's the end of Scarlet Story Time. <laughs> Tune in next week. That was thoroughly boring. What did you play? Um, I I played football. From Oh yes, I think I remember you mentioning actually. Yeah, from the age of about four through till I was like seventeen. What position were you? Were you like front, centre, back, pitcher, goalie, defending the post? I don't know. I I clearly don't know enough. <laughs> um, I was either holding midfield or centre back. Holding midfield. Mm. Why are you, hold, why are you holding on to it? You should be. Kicking a ball, not holding on to some grass. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, footy banter, we, I don't care. Dreadful. Um, 
I, funny you say that actually, because we had a girl called, I think we were probably about 13, 14, called Susanna. Susanna. It was pronounced different to how we pronounce Susanna, but she was from Hungary. She, her parents had obviously said like, they don't play handball in England, so do you want to join a football team? What? Why would you do that to that poor girl? Because It's just the same, but with feet. Every time the ball came careering towards her, she fucking put her hand out. <laughs> Ah, it was a recipe for disaster as you can imagine because she'd be like oh shit and put her hand up just as like a reflex thing we'll just put her in goal simple as they can use hands yeah very true I think maybe she did go in goal at one point she just wasn't very big so you gotta be a big girl to go in goal oh do you well yeah because if the the size of the fucking goal you you move you move to catch the ball yeah but you've got to be fairly tall oh okay that makes sense (laughs) I meant tall not fat (laughs) I, d- I, w- I was wondering what you were talking about. I was like, what, do you have to get the fat girls to stand in goal or, or what? Because they take up more, more of the room. <laughs> uh, no, no, I meant tall. Just the same as men. Like, Although I'm saying that, I mean, Peter Crouch was never in goal. Do you know who he is? He's a footballer and he did the robot. And he's a tall boy. He's a very tall, tall boy. And he did the robot after scoring a goal for a football match. Oh, yeah. That's Look all you that, need to know. That football trivia, Dave. Yeah, there you go. I know know a bit about football. Look at you, literally eating up those actory man stereotypes for breakfast, (laughs) lunch and dinner. I don't like football. I don't like sport. Yeah, what else don't I like? Cars. Couldn't give two fucks about cars. Mm. See, that's that's more of an actory type thing, I think, actually. If they don't like football or sport they normally like something like cars Man, i don't i don't really care about cars it's like oh it looks cool but yeah <laughs> like but my um hannah is much more into cars than i am so if i see a a car that i think looks quite cool because it looks different to all the others and it looks sporty i'm like oh that, that looks like a cool car and she's like nope shit fuck it rubbish i'm like oh okay <laughs> ah, love it i'm i like cars but not, like, I didn't give a fuck until I could actually drive one. Like, I couldn't have told you brands of cars and what make was what model and all that sort of crap. I still can't. I'm like, what car does so-and-so have? Ah, uh, it's red. And that's about <laughs> it. And if I recognise the logo, I was like, I think that's a Vauxhall logo. I think that's a, uh, that's a BMW logo because it's got the letters. <laughs> I know that one. So what hobbies and stuff did you have as you were growing up? Like, did you collect? collect sticker books for any oh you're filmy aren't you collect sticker books hang on so it's like well dave doesn't like sports and like cars oh he must collect stickers well no offense to anyone that does but no because if you on. like football or you like cars you normally have a sticker book but then what would i be collecting stickers off if i didn't like football or cars well i thought that would have narrowed down what your hobbies were if you had or a sticker st- collecting yeah i had a sticker or book stamp of- collecting oh now that is that sounds real fun what were my hobbies um staring at a wall <laughs> Um, I like video games. There you go. I was a Nintendo boy growing up. Oh, okay. So, and still am, to be honest. What console did you have? Uh, I had a. uh, I'm just trying to think. Well, my dad had a PlayStation One, and then I got a GameCube, and then a Wii, DS, Game Boy, all of that lot, kind of working my way up. I've now got a Switch. Yeah, that's video games. Mm. That kind of that kind of thing. I was trying to think how at what point you would have had consoles from bearing in mind how old you are i'm not going to say anything um 
but what? Why you you say it every other episode? What was what was before the Game Boy? But I had Game Boy Advance. I, I wasn't that. I'm not that old where I was like playing Color. the original Game Boy when I was a teenager. <laughs> what about Nintendo? Was it like 63 or something? No. <laughs> Nintendo fucking a, Nintendo 64. No, I had a PlayStation during that era. Right. Era era. Yeah, um, but then I had like uh, got the GameCube around about that time when it came out, mm. and then just worked my way up from there. Got the Wii, you know, the little Wii Mo, and you do the Wii Sports and everything. Oh hell yeah! I was Nintendo E as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Jordan had a PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, as I was growing up, which I had like a little Peter Pan game for the PlayStation One, which was fun. Um, and the PlayStation 2, I used to play stuff like, this is dreadful and has only come out in recent years. <laughs> so Jordan used to let me play like Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, <laughs> under 10. <No. laughs> under 10? Oh dear. Dreadful, dreadful. I remember when like Grand Theft Auto was all around like in the news and stuff because it's like, oh my God, you, what are your kids playing? They can beat up a prostitute and carjack and do all this and stuff and it's like yeah in a video game not in real life mm. i didn't do any of that i mean i liked it for the driving around part or the going once san andreas came out that was amazing because you could ride around on bmx's and you could go swimming and you could go and eat chicken at the chicken shop and you could go to the <laughs> gym and get really buff and you could take the girlfriend on a date you never saw them have rumpy pumps so who's the old person out of us two because it sounds like it could be you. Rumpy pumps. <laughs> I don't want All to. of those things you can do in real life, but why would you when you can do them in a video game? Well, why would you when you're like a nine-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was living vicariously through a man called Carl. Um, I think he was called Carl. Oh, I feel bad now. Maybe he wasn't called Carl. It's part of my childhood has just left my brain. Perhaps the dementia I mean, is setting in. I mean, he's not real. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, what was the other one? Ah, oh, I thought I had like, a, you know, when you see something and it reminds you of something that you'd not thought about for years and you're like, oh, yeah, I watched Rocky Balboa. I can't, I think it was the third film on last Saturday. It was on telly, but it made me think about the fact that on the PlayStation 2, my brother had a Rocky game and it was fucking amazing. And I used to love it and I didn't have a clue what any of the buttons did, but I just used to press them all and then beat everybody. It was great. And then they got me a GameCube of my own. Lovely. Nice. And how good was it that if you had the GameCube, once you got the Wii, and you could put GameCube games in the Wii? Yeah, I know. That was amazing, wasn't it? That was so good. So The whole backwards good. compatibility that doesn't really happen with consoles now. No. Like, seriously, the next... What is it? They've got PlayStation 5 out now. Although 5 so, is backward compatible. What, with everything? At least PlayStation or PlayStation 4 games. Now, what? so for PlayStation 6, they need to have it where they you can play any PlayStation game, whatever, mm. PS1 up till 5. That would be and well And I think cool. that should be the case with whatever comes out after the Switch, where you can play or download literally any Nintendo game from from the arcade onwards. No, you can download the cards that Nintendo first started out with 100 years ago. <laughs> Make it really backwards compatible. <laughs> I did have... I had the Game Boy SP. That was a little flip one, wasn't it? Yeah, I had that. I had the Game Boy Advance and then I got the Game Boy Advance SP because it had the um, backlight. And then the DS. And you could play Game Boy Advance games in the DS too, which was amazing. Yeah, DS was like, fucking hell, like... 
you know, the two screens and everything. That was like revolutionary. Blew your mind. Yeah. The touch screen as well. I mean, I know you had to use your little stylus, but that was fucking well cool. And then when you went to like, God, this is really going to, I don't know whether this will separate us largely in age yet again but it will <laughs> we used to take our ds's to residential trips and then we'd like all get under the covers not under our own covers not to make it sound weird and we'd all be on that um oh fuck pixel chat or something picto chat picto yes. chat. that was it that was fucking class that was like the start of snapchat and all of those things but way 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 back yeah i remember i remember like with picto chat i would take you know the ds on the bus and I would have Picto Chat on just on the off chance someone was on it. Nobody ever was because, like, the range was so small at the time. Obviously, now you can probably do it online and stuff. Was that but the still, school bus? Like, Did you skip the bus to school? No, it wasn't a school bus. This okay. was this was post school for me. These are just normal buses. The thought of you waiting around to see if anyone was on Picto Chat when you were an actual adult is. Hilarious. I wasn't an actual adult. I was a teenager. I wasn't an adult just yet. <laughs> So funny. Oh, and Nintendogs. I mean, bless my brother. This is... Oh, yeah, Nintendogs. Yeah. I mean, now I've got the real thing, but Nintendogs was amazing. Mm. How sweet is this, though? I mean, bearing in mind... If you don't like Nintendo, sorry, this is now the topic of this episode. Yeah. You're just going to talk about Nintendo and get all nostalgic. <laughs> but if you don't like Nintendo, fuck you. That's, that's what... It's amazing. It's the best, like, video game console shit and any real gamers listen probably like oh no it's not because it's all kitty and stuff shut up it's amazing but they all play mario kart when they go around to their friends and get drunk don't, oh yeah don't deny it um i can't believe i'm nerding out with you about something this never happens I know. <laughs> um but yeah my brother was 18 i think he'd had his first like proper i think it was he was 18 might have even been no i reckon 18 he'd had his first like decent wage packet or, or he like had like his first proper job um mm. and bless oh, him i remember those for, <laughs> for christmas he bought me mm. the ds like the first ones you know like the fatter ones yeah yeah, yeah i had yeah. like the silver fatter one with nintendogs because he was gonna buy me um a pet for christmas and mm. i decided because i'm i've like got loads of allergies and i've has my family so Probably animal fur wasn't ideal. Um, So he took me to the reptile shop to pick a pet and I wanted a tortoise. So they had these little red-footed tortoises and I wanted that because my name's Scarlet and therefore I should have a tortoise with red feet, of course. Very good. Um, And he lifted me up to the little, like, glassed-off, I don't know, what the fuck, tank thing that they were in. (laughs) And he was like, what one would you like then? And I was like, none of them. They're not looking at me right. So, bless him, and I expect it cost a damn sight more than a fucking red-footed tortoise, he went and bought me the Nintendogs and the DS for Christmas that year. How That's cute. How fucking cute is that? Because that would have been well expensive. How much does the Switch retail for? Like, nearing four? Uh, I don't know. Well, the interesting thing is, like, Switch games don't really go down in price. Like, you know, say, for instance, a PS4 game that came out a few years ago is probably half the price it is now. Mm. But, like, the games that came out when the Switch launched, like Zelda Breath of the Wild or Mario Kart or Mario Odyssey, they're still around 50, 60 quid years later. Jesus. Because they're that fucking good. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was quite desperate for one in when lockdown first happened. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my time? I've got nothing except like my phone and my laptop that I actually mm. 
sort of that sort of takes up my time sort of thing so I was like do I get one I really didn't want the handheld one I don't get that so what is it Nintendo Switch Lite mm. which is just fully handheld but surely the whole you know novelty behind a switch is that it's a handheld console and, and a home console yeah. as well I yeah. wouldn't want to take away one part of the functionality of it. No, and that was what I was thinking. And then I was like, and I so wanted it for Animal Crossing because I fucking loved Animal Crossing on the Wii and I really wanted mm. to go back to that. And I wanted the Animal Crossing one that was like teal and mint green or whatever colours it was. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. seriously, Scarlett, you've got no money coming in. Are you really going <laughs> to go and spend like the best part of 500 quid on a console that what I thought was going to be novel for about six weeks, as it turns out, I probably had a fucking whale of a time on it for 18 months. <laughs> you should have just called Jordan up and be like, Jordan, yeah. you know how you bought me that DS? <laughs> well, it's, that was several years ago, and I think it's time for an upgrade. How about a Switch? <laughs> was Sega, like, completely separate? So Sega and Nintendo uh, in the 90s were, like, the big competitors. Like, mm. you know, there was kind of like... I suppose this day and age, the console wars are between playstation and xbox and nintendo are just like ah oh, fuck it we're just gonna do weird shit and stuff yeah but like back in the day it was nintendo versus sega mario versus sonic and you had like you know the super nintendo but you had the sega mega drive or the genesis yeah. i think it was called different names in different countries i'm pretty sure it was a mega drive here only because jordan had one of those too but yeah that was like the the big thing you know those were the two warring factions and then i don't know what happened but sega kind of folded a bit and then they stopped making consoles and just like oh we'll just they're just they're just now making games that are on all of the consoles like mm. they're all on nintendo or xbox and playstation mario and sonic they used to be rivals but now they're in the olympics together that was fucking class that was so good i used to love the mm. swimming but i was a mess i was like a sweaty sweaty child <laughs> in the front <laughs> room really fucking giving it some with the nunchuck um <laughs> And then I had like Mario Party 8 and stuff like that as well. And I was thinking to myself, I swear they used to, like you say, used to be sort of two separate factions mm. within the gaming world. And then they kind of merged, don't they? Or, or at least the characters were sold to... What, do they still go under Sega, I wonder? They're still under Sega, but they're just on all consoles, really. Mm. Yeah. But like I think Sega exclusively made some games for the Wii with Sonic. Yeah. But he's just over... He's all over the shop, really. Mm. And he has a movie, because he had the Sonic movie last year. Oh, yes. Which was actually... Okay. Story time for Sonic. Oh, okay. So... Hope you're listening, Sonic. <laughs> when I was... Sorry, I might have told you this, to be fair, but when I was about... I must have only been about three, two or three, something like that. Jordan loved the Mega Drive and Sonic the Hedgehog and blah, blah, blah. And so did my mum. My mum used to stay up in the middle of the night playing Sonic because she loved it. And I think actually <laughs> a lot of... I mean, what would she, she'd have been like maybe 35 at that point. But like in five years' time, nobody would say to you, you can't play the Switch because you're 35. So in a funny sort of way... I'll still be playing it. It's absolutely. In a funny sort of way, I always think it funny that my mum did that, but... That's not unusual at all, is it? But anyway, I'd sat up there one day watching him play Sonic all day long. And then I stood at the top of our stairs and my mum was stood at the bottom. And I, I just put my head between my knees and tried to Sonic roll down the stairs. <laughs> and my mum just caught me like a ball of human. Because I'd probably gone through the front door all sorts. Well, actually, I'd probably just got splat against it. But... I feel like you have told that story on the podcast, but I can't remember which episode. So... You're getting it again. Yeah, 
We've reached that stage. We've not even been doing this a year. We've started repeating stories. <laughs> Is it right if we pause for two seconds? Because I've run out of my very small French lagers. Oh, no. Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Another realm for your love. Lawrence, would you put a record on, please? What would you like? Demis Roussos. Oh, no, Beverly. Ange, do you like Demis Roussos? Ooh, he's lovely. Tone, do you like Demis Roussos? Yeah, I do. Sue, do you like Demis Roussos? Oh, I don't know him. There you go, Lawrence. Angela likes Demis Roussos. Tony likes Demis Roussos. I like Demis Roussos. Susan would like to hear Demis Roussos. So, Lawrence, can we have Demis Roussos? Black Box Theatre Company presents the Mike Lee classic Abigail's Party, which will be touring across the south of England from the 20th of October through to the 4th of December. For a full list of venues and to book your tickets, head on over to www.blackboxtheatrecompany.com. I literally went to get beers from the fridge and then Gia was just there and as I took my two French beers out she's just like <laughs> and then started chasing me up the stairs like she was going to fucking get some I was like no these are my beers dog <laughs> it's amazing how we can be nostalgic over stuff even though there, there is a little bit of an age gap between the two of us yeah but then again I think consoles and stuff they're quite universal aren't they in age this is what annoys me now is that I can now start feeling nostalgic for stuff that I watched when I was still an adult or just becoming an adult. Like in between us was when I was like, you know, 16 to 18. I was like, oh, I can technically be nostalgic about that because I'm now, I now have a, a an age which starts with the number three, not with the number one or the number two. So I can technically be nostalgic about all of that. It's horrible. I don't like it. <laughs> um, Liam, we had to do some isolating at one point and he just literally sat there and watched all three series it was three in the end wasn't it all three three series series and two movies yeah all of it back to back and then the films as well um Mm. and like he said like he could just watch them over and over and over but i can remember when we were at school and they were like everyone walk around going friends like yeah um, it was like that at college and uni for me like oh friend yeah yeah um and people just quote it all the time i wonder if they got like a one-time payoff or like they got their wages for the in-betweeners but i mean that will really i think that's going to last the test of time as a series and films like do you mean like what if they got residuals and mm, stuff yeah i don't know what because that used to be something that did happen but then i don't think they do residuals anymore i think they just do like a a one-off buyout or one-off wage or something because don't the cast of friends because they've still got residuals, don't they still get like pff, probably about a million or so a year whenever the episodes get replayed, replayed, Blimey. replayed or re-shown on like E4 or Comedy Central or Netflix or HBO Max? They must, they must be, yes. never have to work again. No, literally, you wouldn't, because that's that's cushy, isn't it? I mean, if it's nice for obviously when things boom, like think about all those actors that are in Squid Game at the moment. Yeah, so, right. What is Squid Game? <gasps> I don't know. Everyone keeps talking about it on Twitter and stuff and it's like, it's the bloody biggest Netflix show ever. And it's like, isn't every Netflix show announced as the biggest Netflix show ever with the mm. most viewers? They're just making up stats. But what is it? What is Squid Game? Is it a game show? Is it a Japanese game show? No. No, I, th- I think you'd quite like it. I... 
was unsure. So I'd said to Liam, I was like, everybody's raving about the Squid Game thing. This was like maybe just a fortnight ago. Um, and I said, we should watch it. Um, it's not the sort of thing I'd normally go for because I'm not very big fan of sort of, not scary, but I suppose gory. So it's a dramatisation. It's not like a real game show. Yeah, no, because... I know absolutely nothing about it. The first, So there are games in it. And I, it gave me right. sort of Takeshi's Castle vibes. And I don't know if that's okay. intentional. There's like lots of doors, all brightly coloured. And that mm. that was just what it evoked for me. Um, it's it's Korean when you watch it. It's it's dubbed in English. Uh, I think you'll be... Can you watch it with subtitles? Yeah. I hate watching dubs because it just never syncs up. And usually the voice actors don't fit with the mm. i've just i much i'm fine i don't understand this whole thing of oh i can't watch films with subtitles i have to read no it's fine mm. liam's um parents they watch money heist and mm. that's another dubbed one but i think they put the subtitles on as well because they they hate the fact that the mouth doesn't marry up with the words yeah. sort of thing and, and i do get that because it's bad enough when you watch something and the english doesn't marry up with the person's <laughs> mouth that is saying English as opposed to when it doesn't marry up and it's a completely different language. Yeah. I, I think you'd actually like it. I think you'd like it. Um, What's it actually about? Well, it's hard not to sort of want not to spoil it for you. Um, is it like, so it's it's not a real game show, but it's about, is it a series about game shows? No. Or people are in a game show and there's... It's not a game show, so... What what are the squids? In Korea, presumably, like, we would have Hopscotch or Bulldog, like, those those games that you played in playgrounds. I think Squid Game was something that Korean children played. Okay. That's the impression I've got. Sorry if that's wrong to anybody who's listening. Um, but Any Korean listeners, email us, twoactorspodcast at outlook.com. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have any listeners in Korea. Basically, you've there's a lot of more character story to the, right. the faces that you see in it that sort of are prominent with throughout the storyline. Um, but it's the idea that there's this like a omniscient, omnipresent kind of culty thing that knows okay. everything about these people that are invited to join the Squid Game. Which right. basically all those people were in dire need of money and they would okay. bet on their lives to get this huge life changing well, in fact you could change other people's lives as well, cash prize. There's a you're sort of left with an image at times of this huge plastic piggy bank descending from the ceiling that's full of cash and every time somebody dies, the equivalent of their life then in cash gets put into the pig. I feel like I know less about it than I did before. <laughs> But no, I, I, you know, it's one of those shows. Everyone's banging on about it, so we'll probably watch it. Yeah, it's, it's. But I'll watch the original dub with English subtitles. I think. Another drink for your love. It's so interesting to me, just as like a psychological thing, that all you have to be told is that loads of other people are watching something to make to to mm. sort of make you watch something. I mean, people... Netflix pump out like probably hundreds of original shows a year and it's just amazing how some of them get into the zeitgeist mm. and some just fall by the wayside yeah and like you would never have heard of them or mm. anything like that like, there were quite a few like 
shows that came out in the last year on Netflix that all kind of looked the same. They were all just like Victorian-y, <laughs> fantasy-ish type shows or something. Like, I can't, I can't remember the fucking name of it. But there was a show that Hannah and I started watching and it was about a group of kids and Sherlock Holmes and John Watson were there but they were like background characters or something. And then there was a similar-ish looking show that came out, I think, on Now TV called The Nevers, which Joss Whedon originally started creating and then it got revealed he was a bit of a bad person, so he got fired and then I think that's got cancelled. And, and they all got they all got cancelled. They all came out at the same time and then that was it. Mm. Yeah, it's funny as well. I think you told me to watch... I'm going to describe it to you because you'll remember the name of it. This should be a new section of the show where you try and describe something and I've got to guess what it is you're trying to say (laughs) or what show or film it is. Um, You you definitely, I think it was not long after we first met, you recommended it to me. But it's got the actor that played, um, oh fuck, Uh, oh my God. He was in Tracy Beaker and he wore a bandana um and he's in this film as a disabled guy in a wheelchair there's like they go on a road trip him and i assume somebody who i can't remember whether they it's his friend or a carer or i'm gonna have to look it up okay no i i think i know what film you're talking about it's called the fundamentals of caring yes that's it which is a film that i haven't seen and would not have told you to watch because i've not seen it (laughs) That's so weird. But I know, I knew when it was like, he went on a road trip and I was like, oh, it's that kid who was in Sub... I probably told you to watch Submarine, which he's also in, which Richard Iowadi directed, but I've never seen Fundamentals of Caring. Oh, you should watch it. (laughs) You'd like it. (laughs) Still though, 10 points to Dave for being able to guess the the name of the film from those really cryptic clues of that kid who was in Tracy Beaker with a bandana (laughs) and he's in a wheelchair, goes on a road trip. Oh, Fundamentals of Caring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you've not even seen it. I wonder who would have told no. me to watch it then. But that that's something that I think that's a Netflix original. I could now be, you will probably prove me wrong. Um, but It is a Netflix original, yeah. Yeah. I think I, it was like one of the, maybe one of the first ones. Mm. I don't know. When did Netflix come out and start producing its own content? I feel like it's been in recent years, like in the last five years, they started releasing their own stuff. Because like one of the first shows that they released that was original was um oh god it was House of Cards yeah with with you know oh, yeah. very bad man Kevin Spacey oh god <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet that like you know studios probably pay Netflix for their um film or TV show to be on like the top ten mm. trending on Netflix easily yeah like oh it just so happens that I don't know. Minions has just been dropped on Netflix and then it's like at number five and it's like yeah because they clearly pumped some money into Netflix like can you just just put us on that list and then more people will see oh it's trending I love Minions we'll watch it I love Minions I love Minions as well I like those Despicable Me films is this is you know a, a weird thing so I've seen all the Despicable Me films in the cinema and the last one uh Despicable Me 3 I went with my best mate Leo we went to a cinema in Fairham. It was like weekday evening. And we were the youngest people in the screening. This was only a few years ago. We were in our, both in our late 20s. We were the youngest people there. We were just surrounded by, you know, people in their 40s upwards. It was 
odd. It was really bizarre. And I guess it's like, well, I don't know. Is it like, is it parents going to watch it mm. to see if it's good for the kids or just being like, oh, we need to get away from the kids. Let's watch Despicable Me 3. Yeah, for Like, the kids. surely if you've got, you know, a night out away from the kids, you'd want to watch a film that you would never get a chance to watch mm. when the kids are out. But they, no, they all went and saw that. That's and we funny. did find it very weird and slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> film was fine, but it was, it was weird. <laughs> I... I hadn't seen the first one and then mm. I think Liam's little brother had it on DVD when we met um, and he was like, Liam, we were going through their DVD collection um, and Liam was like, right, what should we watch? And and we'd done all the sort of like more grown up scary films um, and he was like, have you ever <laughs> seen Despicable Me? And I was like, no. And he was like, I think you'd like it. Let's watch it. Wait. How romantic. <laughs> he put it on. I've never looked back. Love all of them. I really love all the Despicable Me films. And then, mm. obviously, we then saw the um, the the next ones after that, like obviously two, three, and Minions in the cinema. Um, yeah. When we saw Minions again, sorry, don't mean to spoil it for anyone, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil the intricate plot of Minions. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Again, if you haven't watched it. You absolutely need to. It's on the top 10 plot twists of all time. When we went and saw Minions in the cinema, I felt like Minions was about mine and Liam's life because you've got Herb, who's like, this wears like the tightly fitting suits. He's got the sideburns, like the mod Mm. haircut. And then you've got Scarlet Overkill as his wife. Sandra Bullock's character, yeah. It's me. It's actually me. I am an Mm. evil villain. Um, I mean, I've done a couple of shows with you and yeah, we are all your minions, to be honest. <laughs> we had a little bit of a uh, cringy one when we went, Liam and I went to see Christopher Robin in the cinema when that came out. Oh, I loved Christopher yeah. Robin. I went with my mum to see that film. Oh. And there were children in that screening. That shouldn't have and been <laughs> No, it's not a kid's they film. They did it's not appreciate lovely... that enough. No, they wouldn't have. And I said to mum afterwards, we both had a little a little tear in our eye after the film. And it was like, this film was not suitable for those children. They would have been like, what? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love Christopher Robin. It's such a beautiful film. I uh, It's one of those films that I don't think got enough positive attention. Every, everyone mm. should be fucking loving that film. It's like probably one of the best like Disney live action mm. reboot. Well, it's not a live action remake or a reboot. It's like a live action continuation of the uh, Winnie the Pooh stories. Uh, This podcast episode is now going to be about Christopher Robin. (laughs) But yeah, no, um, I love that film. It was absolutely brilliant. We we were like, bless, um, when we were sat in the cinema, I don't know that he'll love me for telling you this, but when we were watching it, I turned around and Liam was shedding a little tear, bless him, doing that really like, you know, that really manly thing where you're like, no, I'm not going to cry. Oh God, here we go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he was like saying about, well, like, I mean, for anybody, especially when it's that sort of like nostalgic thing, it reminds them of when they were a kid and um, who was around at that time and all that lovely cry festy stuff. Um, So we were watching it and then like, we were in a, a screening. I think it's only been out like a day, two days, something like that. We were in a screening full of kids. Um, and I 
I was like, they just don't get it. And then I thought to myself, don't be so harsh, Scarlett. Like, I sort of got all cynical, like, there they are fucking chucking popcorn around. Watch the fucking film! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then I thought their parents might have been, like, I mean, technically me and... No, we'd have been a bit young then, to be fair. But if we'd have been, like, probably the age you were when it came out, you could have had kids and wanted to take them along with you because you wanted to see it. Do you know what I mean? So I do get that. Mm. The complete opposite of your Minions experience. We were sat there with just a a room full of kids and that almost felt, (laughs) that felt wrong because it felt like it was actually a maturer... I don't know storytelling it's not it's not like an adult story and stuff it's not like you know with effing and blinding and stuff like that (laughs) but it's you know I think it's quite mature and it does look at you know growing up and moving on and stuff and reconnecting with your childhood and I feel like the themes will be lost by most kids there's not a lot of like fun kiddie action in Christopher Robin it's just sweet I love it I love it so much (laughs) so one that makes my dad get quite emotional is Mm. Toy Story and he talks about like the the idea of all all of your toys and leaving them behind and and not knowing where they are now that's to this day I will still cry on two occasions watching Toy Story 3 Mm. and you all know what moments I mean spoilers for Toy Story 3 (laughs) But I will cry when they all hold hands. That's not really spoilers, I'm being vague. I'll cry when they all hold hands and I also cry at the very end. Mm. It's just, ah. And then that was ruined by them making Toy Story 4. Why the fuck did they make a fourth one? There was no point to it whatsoever. They basically just realised that, basically, my theory is for Toy Story 4. Thor? (laughs) That would be good, wouldn't it? Just chuck Thor in. Uh, No, for Toy Story 4, because they'd made a few, like, short films after Toy Story 3, which were quite fun. I've watched a few on Disney Plus and they're really good. They were a good laugh. I reckon they'd come up with a few ideas from other short films and they were like, hey, Toy Story 3 made a billion dollars. Mm. If we just put all, blend all of these short film ideas together and just chuck in a random story, we can then make a fourth film and make more money. I just didn't like it at all. No, I, no. I was not impressed with the fourth film. Trash. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It was. Uh, that's really hard. And they were trying, They were that film, it was like, they were trying to tug at your heartstrings mm. with like, spoilers for Toy Story 4, Woody deciding, ah, fuck it, I'm going to leave and, you know, shack up with Bo Peep, who's <laughs> gone, like, who's just gone off on her own and shit. Uh, it, and they were clearly trying to go for like a real, like, this is going to make you cry. It's like, no, it's not. Mm, I Toy thought... Story 3 was going to make you cry because it was like, well... Especially for someone like like me, when the Toy Story films came out, I was about the same age that Andy was. Yeah. So when Toy Story 3 came out and he was about to go off to college, I was about to go off to university. Aww. So I was that age. And I remember like, oh, God, this is horrible. I'm crying. <laughs> and in Toy Story 4, it's like, uh, okay, whatever. It came out years after. But mm. unlike the other films that length of time hadn't passed in the context of the film story. So it was like, oh, okay, doesn't really, mm. there's no point to it. But hey, it made a billion dollars or whatever. So what What do I fucking know? <laughs> Have you managed to go to the cinema at all this year? Yes. So I went Ooh. to see Respect. Is that out? Yes. Yeah, it is. Christ, I'm so behind with what films are out and what isn't out at all. Mm. It's really unlike me as well, because we're not like... You're quite an avid cinema goer, aren't you? And or always have been. 
Um, well, not so much this year because of, you know, yeah. COVID and shit. I've only managed to go three times. Mm. Um, but what was Respect like? Was it good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I was a big fan of Dream Girls, and I had assumed because it's Jennifer Hudson, mm. isn't it? Who's yeah, yeah. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it. And there was a lot because I've seen. If you don't know what Respect is about already, it's about Aretha Franklin's life. I'm a big soul music, Motown, Northern Soul fan, so um, I expected to like it just for the music as much as anything. But I've watched mm. documentaries about her life that didn't tell me as much as that film and then I thought to myself I came away from it feeling like I knew so much more about her earlier life before she actually got famous and I thought did the documentaries not put the really sad stuff in because it's almost disrespect to her (laughs) respect lol disrespect (laughs) um or was it because or is it because they had a bit of artistic license and they just hand it up a bit more for the film I wasn't sure um, it's difficult with films based on real life because they can, you know, change bits for dramatic purpose. Yeah. It's like the film about Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Half the shit in that film is just is just made up just for, you know, yeah. the purpose of the film. Which people will quote that as fact, won't they? They will. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I remember talking to my parents. I think my mum said, oh, I didn't realise this had happened and that had happened. And I was like, it's because it didn't. It was made up for the film. <laughs> But again, definitely worth a watch. And and I I love Jennifer Hudson. She's great. Yeah. Did you see her in Cats? No. (laughs) (laughs) No one comes out of Cats good, though. No, no. I mean, poor Judy Dench. What have I seen in the cinema this year? Very quickly. Father. Um, I saw The Father. I cried my eyes out about three times during that film. I saw it. It was the first film I saw this year, and I was on my own in the screening, which was fantastic fucking bliss loved it i'd much rather it go into the cinema where there's nobody else because i shush people oh if you Do dare you? fucking talk i will te- i will shush and at one time i have told someone to shut the fuck up during a film oh david you big karen you oh wait you're a dave aren't you no right uh, let's get rid of no dave is not the male equivalent of karen and listen uh, it's not a Karen thing to tell someone to shut up in a cinema. I paid to see the film, not to listen to your shit conversation or watch you swiping through Tinder on your phone. <laughs> and I have done, lent across someone saying, turn off your fucking phone. I don't want to see it. And a guy has just turned to me and gone, well done, mate. And I'm like, yeah, fucking Oh, hell. my God. How can you? If you talk in... The, uh, here's the thing. If I was on Dragon's Den, I would say, right, I would create some kind of audio-seeking tranquilizer darts where you, if people were talking, you could just shoot the dart in the air and it would then hone in on the sound that isn't coming from the cinema speakers and would just knock the person out who was talking. <laughs> or I should be allowed some kind of taser in a cinema because if people are talking, no, dumb. <laughs> oh, were you ever told off as a kid by any other one, any other people in the film that you were no because i always knew to be quiet in the cinema i was brought up properly unlike the rest of you fuckers that talk during films last orders at the bar last orders at the bar and that's an episode and that's an episode (laughs) we got very nostalgic we actually we did topics and stuff get rid of all Uh, that shit at the beginning to do with the welsh woman etc oh, if i cut it out and you just mentioned about the welsh woman people are gonna be like welsh what welsh woman very quickly before you before we go have, it links into two of the topics we're talking about have you seen that illumination animation 
are doing a Mario Brothers movie. Oh, I haven't. Oh, this is hot. This is, you know, topical. It's been announced for about two weeks now or something. Longer when this comes out. But like they've they announced the voice cast and it's got Chris Pratt as Mario. Yes, you'd have mentioned that to me. Charlie Day as Luigi. Jack Black as Bowser. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. It's like, what the fuck (laughs) is this? It's coming out Christmas next year. I'm getting drunk and I'm going to watch it opening night. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Wario and Waluigi? (laughs) Neither of them so far are in it. No. It's a damn shame if you ask me. They didn't let Waluigi be in Smash Brothers and not letting him be in the movie. Fucking disgrace. Hashtag justice for Waluigi. (laughs) Justice for Waluigi, people. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, people. Goodbye. Join us next week for another one. See you there. Oh, don't do... Are we ending on that noise? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, brilliant. (laughs) What are you still doing here? Sling your hook. See you later, Davey boy. See you later, Scarlotta. We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Sickers for our artwork. And an even bigger thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors. We need validation.